grand old party Republican presidential nomination debate. Coming at you. Coming at you. This is the live coverage reporting live. This Carson guy? Dr. Ben Carson of Florida. Yes, he he was head of neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins. Uh, It's one of the biggest and best hospitals in the country at age 33. Smart guy. And one of his things that kind of is trending on Twitter is uh, if you don't pay taxes, you don't get to vote. I agree with that. I mean, it's kind of like a trade, fair trade, you know? Vote you for us taxes. and we'll get shit done that you want. Well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> How are you able to pay taxes uh, or able to vote without paying taxes? I mean, everybody has to pay taxes. You mean if you're uh, well, people don't pay income taxes. tax or... You mean if you're not a citizen? How does that work? Because if you're 20 and unemployed and living at home, I don't know if you're paying taxes, but you're still eligible to vote. So how does that work? Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Sounds like another ill. Maybe he should have thought about curing brain cancer before he started talking about taxes. Yeah. Idiot. Idiot. Including in the... Yeah. Thursday night's May Republican presidential debate is live right now on Fox News and other... uh, uh, TV networks um, included in that, of course, is Donald Trump, former glo- governor of Florida Jeb Bush, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, uh, as John Huckabee. just said, Ben Carson, Huckabee, Texas Huckabee. Senator Ted Cruz, Kentucky Senator Marco Rubio, Rubio. Uh, Senator Rand Paul. Rand Paul is such a loud mouth. Governor Chris Christie. Oh, uh, what a bozo! And former Ohio Governor John. Is it Kasich? Hot wife. I don't know what it is. Kasich. Yeah. Kasich. How do you say it? Kasich. Kasich. President Kasich. Janusz. Uh, yes. So uh, the debate is going on right now. We want you to tweet us at the underscore podcast. Podcastle. Let us know what your <laughs> thoughts are. Tweet us at... Uh, <laughs> and uh, let us know uh, your opinions on the debate. John and, he- and I are here to bring... Uh, True journalism in the political spectrum to everyday Americans like yourself and us. So, uh, John, you've been watching the debates. I'm actually just signing on and reading some of the highlights. What can you tell us about the uh, some of the highlights of tonight's uh, GOP debate? Well, it of course Donald Trump so far kind of has uh, he's provided what we've You're wanted. Fired. You know, like he is uh, nothing but sound bites out of Trump tonight. They said, uh, oh, the guy goes, Donald, you were quoted as saying, you said if you give, they'll do whatever you want. And Trump's response was, you better believe it. You bet. <laughs> like right, like almost before the guy was finished saying, you know, you said if you give, they'll do whatever you want. You better believe it. Like cut him right off. It was so good. I love it. Uh, and... They asked him, they, they started getting into the whole immigration thing, obviously. Yeah. And they were like, um, they said, you know, Trump, you're, you insulted our government and our, you know, uh, you know, protection of the border. And Jeb Bush said that, you know, what your, your, that your statement was, was hideous and ugly. Hideous. And, and Trump goes, let me tell you something, you wouldn't even be talking about immigration if it wasn't for me. And the crowd went crazy. <laughs> Again. 
I did read that. I read the highlights that the crowd's erupting as Trump gives his responses to a lot of these questions. He was just killing me. He's like, listen, people I work with, they send the criminals to us. They don't do anything. They can't catch them, so they just kick them out. I'm like, ugh, is that true? Who knows? It's crazy. It was funny. Trump was great. Um, I'm going to live drop in right here. Who's this nerd? I don't know who that guy is. But Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush is the second son for sure. Do you know, like, what a second son is, Matthew? A little bit of history here for you. I do not. A second son is basically the, the son who inherits nothing. So they kind of become, like, you know, rebels. And oh, never, right. they never really live up to their father's expectations. Like how Ryan started Ryanine Fitness and you had you inherited $80,000 worth of Lexus stock. Kind of like that? Or was it yeah, different? So <laughs> different. Well, different. Well, okay. Yeah, or how, like, you know, I do the podcast and Nerd 35. Nerd S- same thing. Nerd 35. So I'm reading like through. Jeb, Jeb Bush, he won't become president and he'll just be another second son. You know, it's funny, too, with Jeb Bush, because even if he were to be a great president, maybe he would be, maybe he will be. I don't know. But uh, he still has to live in that shadow of the the, the dark years of the Bush administration for eight years, and that's still a big stigma with a lot of people. Um, Whether he's completely different or not, you know, that's something that he has to kind of navigate through. He did say something um, that I actually believed and, and, you know, cause that's all I'm doing. I'm watching these people talk like they're WWF characters and I'm trying to believe what they're saying because it all just seems like generalization. Let me tell you something, America. And he did this wrong and you hugged Obama and, and Christie's like, Oh, you know what? The hugs that I remember were on nine 11. Families, not not a political move like you do. Right, let's keep going. Fan. I was like, oh my god, shut the up. Undertaker. <laughs> yes, and uh, that Rand Paul, he's just. You know what they Rocks. needed to do? They Rocks need to. The they they should have let Vince McMahon produce the debate show and oh. be in charge of all the like you know. The, the the intricacies of planning this and had like some pyrotechnics but it started off like a royal rumble like have like Trump yes. come out and then Bush come or no, have have like the weakest link come out first have like Ben Carson come out and he's talking and after three minutes like you know an elephant trumpet goes off because that's their symbol and Jeb Bush comes running down and then as they're getting crazy like music comes in like you hear you're fired and then like Trump comes out to like an explosion and everyone's just going nuts and just you know and whoever can insult yeah and whoever can insult the other one worse and has a better answer like the loser gets booted off and it's just like that's how they should determine the presidency forget the electoral college and the popular vote let's just settle it all in the ring one night pay-per-view you could use that money to pay back the staffers for the campaign and i mean come on am i right are we on to something yes genius i'm gonna patent that because you really just have to be a warrior you know everybody below you gotta be tough does all the stuff you just gotta be a badass yeah yeah, you got to hold your own. You got to stick it to them, and yeah, and you got to know when to kick bring their ass down. I, I I'm reading a clip here, uh, just a little while ago, maybe an hour ago. Uh, Trump was called out on his treatment of women, both in person and on his Twitter account, saying, "I mean, that's nothing new, whatever." Uh, 
called them cows and fat pigs, which is kind of funny. And, <laughs> That's like saying, you know, Stern is, you know, bad, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't take that. I don't it's, hold that against him. And then it says, only Rosie O'Donnell, Trump quipped. <laughs> is that a real quote? He hates Rosie O'Donnell. I know, they, but did he say that at a debate? Yeah. What? Yes, dude. Winner. He doesn't care. You he won. has nothing to lose. He doesn't care. And America's eating it up. They want someone who is like not, you know, going to walk out here like a puppet and just say general things. Trump doesn't care. He goes. He, goes, he doesn't you know, give up. Insurance but... companies are—they're in the back pockets of politicians. These corrupt politicians. It's true. Well, not these politicians up here. But all majority of politicians, everyone <laughs> was laughing, and it was great, dude. It was so oh, funny. He was just like he is when he's on the Howard Stern show, which he always is. Yeah. That's why I, I've been listening to Trump forever. And he's the same guy. Oh, What's happening Stern. right now? Trump. Can you hear? Yeah. a little low It's a little low. It's a little hard to hear, but here I think I got a I think I got a clip here. If you guys want to hear it. Here, try this. Megan, Megan, that's a that you know, that's a completely ridiculous answer. I want to more records from terrorists, but less records from other people. How are you supposed to know, Megan? Use the what are you supposed to How are you supposed Use to know? No, I'll tell you how you look. Get a, Rand Paul. Sucks. Listen, Senator, you know, when you're sitting in a subcommittee just blowing hot air about this, you can say things like that. When you're responsible for protecting the lives of the American people, then what you need to do is to make sure is to make sure that you use the system the way it's supposed Here's the problem, Governor. You fundamentally understood the Bill of Rights. Every time you did a case, you got a warrant from a judge. I'm talking about searches without warrants, indiscriminately of all Americans' records, and that's what I thought. He's the most liberal. Red Paul. President Obama with our records. I know you gave him a big hug. And if you want to give him a big hug again, yeah. Here's where he goes. I remember the hugs on 9/11. Trump's still going. He's not messing around. Christie's getting involved now. Oh, 
so good. So good. So Marco Rubio, uh, he's a Cuban-American native of Miami. He graduated from... First Florida. of all, he's, he sounds like a second baseman for the for the Marlins. Yes. Now coming to the plate, playing second base, number 28, Marco Rubio. Marco Marco's been batting at uh, 287 this season. He comes up to like Mexican music. In the late 1990s, he served as a city commissioner for West Miami and was elected to the Florida House of Representatives in 2000. So since 2000, he's been in the uh, the unemployment rate has risen 2.4%. It's good facts. Risen 2.4 where in his uh, state or his district? Ever since he's been uh, city commissioner. Oh, no, what no, city Florida, was that in? Florida in House, Florida Miami. House representatives. Yeah, Miami. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's such a bad thing. I mean, no rise in unemployment is is good, but two point four. I mean, how big is Miami? How many people does it have? I mean, it has what? A lot. Eight million? Is it eight? I don't know. It's a lot, though. I mean, it's. Do you know that offhand? No, I'm guessing. I'm I'm speculating. Just like out of nowhere. Yeah. It's got 5 billion people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. But no, 2.4% I don't think is too bad. 417,000, that's still a That's it? Yeah. <laughs> 400, not even half a million. There's more people in Bucks County than Miami. Come on. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Hold on, wait, wait. No, I'm looking at it too right on Google. Miami population of 2013... 417,600. Well, I guess a, a lot of them are illegal. Like, not to sound, not to be a funny, but I would think a lot of the, the, the Cuban population are, are there illegally. I mean, that probably, because there's more people living in that city than that, I can promise you. Dude, I've been told that more than half are illegal. Yeah. I mean, Tell us in LA. Basically, Cuba. Right. Yeah. You guys have Mexicans. We have no, Cuban. Polish. We have Polish. Oh, right, right. right. Sorry. Yeah. Japanese. Eight million in New York. That's crazy. Yeah. Heather was like, how many people live in New York City? I was like, it's got to be over a million. And then she said, well, you're not going out tonight. Not with that, your car keys, you're not. No, so eat something. Eat something. You skin and bones. Finish your dinner. I don't know why Heya Ashley is a uh, 80-year-old Jewish grandmother from Babylon, New York, all the time. But... My visual in the head of the voice, even though she sounds nothing like that, is I know. you better clean your plate or you get smacked on the side of the head, you schmeckle. <laughs> and you're just like, yes, yeah, okay. Okay, uh, okay, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah so um, back to the GOP. I feel that uh, out of all the candidates here, I, I'm rooting for – I mean, I'm obviously rooting for Trump for entertainment value, but I feel like the most level-headed guy I can get on board with – Believe it or not, is Rand Paul or Chris Christie? Chris Christie, the two guys that were just fighting. I feel like Christie is yeah. like a, more of a blue collar, like in touch with the everyman, put together his party's uh, differences with the Democrats when uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. Yeah, the, I remember uh, that, and I was cool with that. And yeah. then he was like, "Oh, all these Republicans are mad at me, shit!" And he he started doing things that were kind of weird. Yeah, like that bridge thing. What was that about? 
Bridgegate, yeah. One of the staffers lied about his involvement in closing a bridge in order to uh, – he they closed the – I think it was the G, the entrance to the GW Bridge yes. in Rutherford to get, for whatever reason, to piss somebody off or something. But it oh, came yeah. back and it blew up. I'm reading on uh, Newsweek. They said uh, – Jeb said he'd be responsible for so many vetoes that he'd earned the nickname – He's talking about Bush. Vito Corleone. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. That's awesome. You know what? I changed it. Mark Rubio. Uh, Rubio? I'm on board. Yo, now Rubio said this. Ready? He goes, we're, they're speaking about immig- immigration. And he yeah. goes, I am not talking about the people that come over here and work the system. How are we ever going to stop that? People are always going to work the system. But I'm talking about the people call my office for the last 15 years trying to get over here legally and our process is so bad that it you know that she can't yeah and i was like well yeah that's true that's a good point there are some people trying to do it the right way and it's like a bitch john uh i think it's difficult i think we need to get montgomery in here for president go back to some 1930s values oh my gosh it's women are allowed to vote Actually, Montgomery, they were allowed since 1919. That's not even the 30s. Well, what the hell? Ugh. Yeah, for 20 years in your time. Yeah. He's, he's a loser. Is he going to make an appearance on the podcast on Sunday? It's tough to say. Montgomery can show up whenever he wants. He doesn't really have a. He doesn't have a phone. He was given one, but it, it scared him because he didn't understand the technology. So you got to dial. You got to pick up the old. Uh, Nook and hammer and, and ask for the operator and say I need Sussex five five four two and hopefully you can get him. But it's that's a whole other story with money. But uh, Bridgegate, isn't it stupid that Bridgegate Gate like you know oh, bounty, everything Bounty Gate and and, and Benghazi Gate Watergate is like isn't that where it was Yeah, well yeah the Watergate Hotel in Washington D.C. and the uh, uh, Democratic uh, National Convention, I think it was 72, 71. Forrest Gump got him busted. Yeah. <laughs> There's a light over there. I think they're having a... Keep, keep me awake. Keep me um, awake. Isn't that crazy that that Watergate is now like... It's like a conspiracy term. You know, deflate, deflate gate. Deflate gate, you know? Isn't that yeah. crazy? I think there should be a uh, no a scandal where they rewire some of the government doors gates wrong, and they have a gate gate, and then they're just like uh, coal <laughs> gate gate, and the toothpaste is contaminated. Just coal to get gate it out gate, of the way. right? A date goes wrong. There's date gate because they think there's a problem. Like Bill Gates like- is taxed over high. There's gates uh, gate. We could go on for hours, and we will. They have like the gold hidden in the Pentagon. Someone goes and like hides it. So we have <laughs> the uh, open the hotel in New Orleans goes bankrupt because of the government funding. They call it open the gate. <laughs> oh, we could go on forever, and we're going to. Here's ten more. Uh, <laughs> so Scott Walker, Scott Walker of Wisconsin, governor in 2011, introduced yeah. a budget plan which limited the collective bargaining abilities of most Wisconsin public. Huh. What does that What does that mean? Say that again. Collective bargaining, limited collective bargaining abilities of most Wisconsin public employees. Was he the governor of Wisconsin? Yeah. And he limited collective bargaining. 
Yeah, abilities. <laughs> oh. Are you, just, are you just Googling? No. <laughs> no, I know what collective bargaining is. It's with like, well, I know it's with unions and things like that. Oh, right. I, I think it's something to, no, I actually, I don't really truly know what it is. I know it has something to do with, with unions and uh, like pay scales. Uh, I will Google it though. Let me tell so you. I think it's like public employees, you know, negotiating what they what they can give raises and things like that. I, I don't know. I'll tell you what it is. It's the negotiation of wages and other conditions of employment by an organized body of employees. Yeah, so it's like the there unions, go. unions going in. I, I think they should limit that. I think that's good. I think you should limit that. The response to, a degree. to Walker's policies included protests at the Wisconsin State Capitol and an effort to recall Walker. In the 2012 recall election, Walker again defeated Barrett, becoming the first American governor to survive a recall effort. In 2014, Walker defeated his Democratic challenger, businesswoman, and Madison school board member, Mary Burke. This is crazy. It's like people are, like, blind voting. It's like the people that care. Welcome to America. Well, yeah, there you go. It's true. It's, it's, I think it was Clinton that talked about that, Bill Clinton, about... It was an interview, and they asked him why all these crazies get elected into office. And uh, they actually asked him this during the 2012 presidential um, race. And the you know they had these people like Michelle Bachman. Yeah, but you had some really lunatic people. I mean, if they're if they got to where they are, you know, I need to change my tune and get elected president because if it's that easy, like that's what you need to do. And they asked Clinton how these like lunatics get as far as they do and he says it's because people don't vote and the elections most people only vote during the presidential election you need people to vote every two years and every time they have an election for you know the house uh house of representatives and the state senate and the local like more people need to go out for that because the only ones that go out for those in a lot of states or are the ones that aren't working that are just like yeah the mexicans get rid of them and they're like well you come out and vote i mean if you remember john street the mayor of philadelphia for i think eight years his yeah. second election he won because he had buses go around with fried chicken this is true you can google it and would give people uh fried chicken to come in and vote for him i mean if that's not pandering like that's it's another end of the token, but that's how they do it. So it's important for people to go out and vote on every election. It's your sacred franchise. It's what this country was built on. There are countries that people would kill to have that kind of uh, choice. It's like and what Trump says. If you give, they'll do anything you want. It's true. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just so hard because, you know, what? it's like this one guy it's saying, so he's saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to that but then he has to convince all these other people to like go along with it like right. just brain like go all right everyone agree with me no ever there's gonna be someone with yeah, you know like it's, yeah, it's, agree. it's like impossible almost yeah. it is like we're like a hamster on a wheel i believe lincoln said it best you can please some of the people, some of the time. You can fool some of the people, some of the time. But you can't fool all the people all the time. And it's you kind of have to. Wow. I think work your angle as best as you can. You gotta play the game. You gotta play the game, baby. It's a party, baby. It's going on all day long. Wow. Hey, I'm gonna jump off the laptop and jump on the phone. So hold. Thank your you. Grass. All right. Now that John's gone, we can talk about him. Uh, where do I begin? Jeez, is a catalog of it's a laundry list of grievances that 
the fans have filed against John for his uh, unorthodox method of uh, opportunity. And here he is, John. We were just singing your praises. Uh, thank, thanks for joining us again. I, I just had some, some things to say. We. Yeah, were you talking about me? Time to backpedal. Yeah, we were. T- I was given a recipe for gluten free oats. Yeah. No. Oh, oh. There's a few things I think we need to get to tonight. Uh, I'm on the a- as well. It's, you sound good. Uh, What's that, brother? So there's a few things we should get to tonight as well. We'll keep you posted on the uh, Grand Old Party Republican nominated uh, candidate debate live um, as we see some tweets and things like that. Uh, tonight also is the last episode of The Daily Show. Mr. John oh, Stewart. Oh, yeah. And that show's been on, I think, since 99, I read. Huh. It's a great show. Hey, here's Trump, and I can get the sound good. Let me know. Let's do it. They like me very much. I'll tell you what. Uh, I've evolved on many issues over the years, and you know who that sound? is Ronald Reagan. Great. on many issues. And I am pro-life, and if you look at the question, I was in business, they asked me a question as to pro-life or choice, and I said, if you let it run, that I hate the concept of abortion. I hate the concept of abortion. And then since then, I've very much evolved. And what happened is friends of mine years ago were going to have a child, and it was going to be aborted, and it wasn't aborted. And that child today is a total superstar, a great, great child. And I saw that in other instances. And I am very, very proud to say that I am pro-life. As far as being a Republican is concerned, I come from a place, New York City, which is virtually, I mean, it's almost exclusively Democrat. And I have really started to see some of the negatives as an example. And I have a lot of liking for this man. But the last number of months of his brother's administration were a catastrophe. And unfortunately, those few months gave us President Obama. And you can't be happy about that. Oh. Nice save at the end there. Yeah. What? The, uh, sorry, man. Sorry that I was cutting you off. I just thought I'm I'm in front of the TV. No, no. Hey, well, glad you please play play more if you'd like. What? Uh, <clears throat> what were you saying? I was just gonna play a clip from a Dukes of Hazard episode from '76, <laughs> which is basically the same thing as what we're hearing tonight. How we do it, Oklahoma City? <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Where's, where are the debates taking place tonight? What city are they in? They are live from, hmm, I don't know. Fantasyland. How are we oh. doing, Disney World? <laughs> How many How We Doings can I do with this uh, transposing city before people stop listening to the show? They're at the Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. How we doing? LeBron? How we doing? <laughs> I just start doing it for money. <laughs> All right, that was a really funny yeah that was a really funny joke how we doing bob's taco stand on venture and cold water how we doing yeah. it's just shameless plugs how we doing tweet us at the podcastle hold on a sec can you hear me yeah all right so uh yeah what were you saying i was talking about the daily show tonight's the oh, yeah, uh, final Stewart. episode the Finale grand of the show. Series finale. We're going to miss him. Proper name. You know what? I'm really upset that I uh, didn't watch The Daily Show more. Yeah. 
because I always thought I didn't John either. Stewart, John Stewart will do this until he dies. You know, like I yeah. thought he'd be like Letterman, where he'd do it for like thirty years. Yes, like it would so just keep like, going. Yeah, I was like, I have time. I'll catch up, and now it's over. I'm like, yeah, shit. Yeah, I Not dude, same good. same way. You, I took that for granted. I watched the clips a lot. Like I would watch like highlights on Comedy Central and things like that, just to see you know what he said and you know because he's a yeah. great speaker. And uh, but the same thing as you, yeah. I was like, yeah, he'll always be there. We're not gonna oh, daily shows on. I'll watch it three years from now. I got, you know, I got this sandwich I need to eat alone and with tears in the yeah. bathroom. What? <laughs> I have nine tabs to open and bounce to and fro from for the next eight hours. Have you ever heard John I, and I? <laughs> have you ever heard John and I talk before? We both believe it or not, both have ADD and uh, love to have different tabs in our browsers open. In fact, I can't, I could not just have one, you know, tab open <laughs> and focus. I would need eight open because, hey, while I'm typing up this proposal here, we need to edit the podcast's Facebook page here. And why we're doing that? Don't finish it. Don't finish it because there's the rest of the day, just like The Daily Show. Let's move to this tab over here and read this article on squirrels. Go. And then before you know it, it's like five o'clock and they're like, Matt. These fucking papers are done. It's like, oh, my life. My life. I don't know why I'm crying. My life. And why people are screaming at me. down to a fifth of my day. Right. The rest was distractions. I have four. I only had one tab open because I was streaming the debate and I didn't want to, like, you know, slow it down. Yeah. So I had no tabs, but I just, like, it was running really smooth, so I opened another one. And that was my Gmail where I was, like, writing my notes on the debate. Ooh, then it was still running smooth, so I opened Facebook, and I was, like, <laughs> just checking to see what was going on. And it was still going good. So then I opened up Google, and I have New York population 2015. <laughs> <laughs> that was all during the show. I think it would be funny if you keep opening up browsers and you don't see much going on. So you switch to other alternatives. Like, you turn on the radio, and that's not really doing it. And But there's, like, static. Yeah. And then you start, like, putting message in a bottle and just throwing them out in the ocean. And they're like, hey, litter bug. And you're like, what's going on? The I'm paper. messages. Yeah. You know, John Stewart and I had the same acting coach. He had, he has a little bit more money and success. But we had the same coach. I took an acting class in Newtown. Pennsylvania by this lady named Bonnie Kakamo who's very sweet I still keep in touch with her but uh, I took an acting class and it was an improv class and she would often talk about Jon Stewart you know as her student she she told me something that was I thought was pretty cool she said you know out of a lot of these students you remind me a lot of a lot of John you're very uh polite and well I don't know where that came from I'm, I'm not but I guess I was and uh told me uh you know your your political humor and that your delivery is is a lot like john stewart and uh it meant a lot to me he's a he's a young lad still a young lad but younger and uh it was cool it was nice so that's what we did oh he's back sorry stop talking no sorry john i'm glad you're back we uh so you and john stewart had the same acting coach we did we did different years. What was his he, name? Her name was Bonnie Kakamo, and uh, she was a really sweet lady. I just mentioned that I, I still keep in touch with her here and there. She'll send me an email, and uh, but I took an improv class, um, you know, just different delivery and monologues and things like that when I was about nineteen or twenty, and uh, it was cool. It was cool. 
and uh, John just left, and uh, no one predicted that he would just jump out of a moving podcast, and here I am uh, talking about myself. So that's kind of what we're doing. Anyway, if you're tuning in, please uh, tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Uh, we're doing a live coverage tonight of the Grand Old Party presidential nominee debates happening. Uh, no shortage of material there. And we were touching briefly on uh, John Stewart, The Daily Show. Tonight is the last show, uh, series finale. So thank you for a great, I guess it's been about, uh, it's been 16 years. I don't know if it's been 16 seasons, but he, uh, you know, John Stewart has won numerous Emmys for The Daily Show, as he should. And with that, out of that came the Colbert Report. And obviously he, he's in there uh, replacing Letterman soon. So uh, a lot of good things man, have stemmed oh from man. that show. And we're really happy man, to oh have had Let me it. ask you this. My oh my. Are you crazy? Am I crazy? What's that? I believe Mr. Lord Hassinger's uh, like, having some problems with the audio. Either that or the, the GOP debate is uh, it's just sucking the power and the life out of the internet worldwide web universe. So uh, we're gonna see some of the tweets now. We get a lot of uh, we get a lot of followers, believe it or not, at the podcastle. Uh, I don't know why, really. I mean, it's it's beyond me. But uh, I want to read some of the tweets here and see what uh, people have to say. Um, Oh, here's one. Let's see. Stop models. They're currently seeking models and actors for castings. No experience needed. Just send pictures. Good. Good. So they're staying very relevant to the political spectrum of the tonight's conversation. Good. Good. Very good. Uh, here what else is going on. Uh, let's see. Oh, straight out of Compton. Uh, Black Lives Matter and the GOP debate. Debate. I don't understand the correlation, but we'll take it. Thank you for tweeting. Uh, Scott Walker has tweeted uh, under Scott Walker's leadership, Wisconsin unemployment went from 8.1% to 4.6. So it's a good Sorry. four percentage points. His lordship. I think I'm back now, I think. Oh. He's back. He's back. Shabo. Hey, I got a new iPhone, and the uh, the guy at the store says, do you want the black one or the white one? I said, it doesn't matter, because the thing about my iPhone, it don't matter <laughs> if it's black or white. And then I started touching my crotch and dancing and I like the cops came and they, their car was black and white so i started dancing on their car and they didn't like it was a mess anyway i need a sandwich and two thousand dollars to the van nuys station lapd uh county jail john if you could just just wire that over uh, sure i know you like Big a time. paypal yeah yeah or just in cash in person uh, just wire just through a wire there's a guy looking at me he's got some big chompers so. there's um... <laughs> he looks dapper <laughs> I thought you were going to say, yeah. when the guy asked you about your iPhone case, you would say, well, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't look at it. I, like, yeah, I don't see colors. I don't see colors. <laughs> I love when people say that. I well, then you're you're blind then. I'm colorblind. Yes, that sucks. It is stupid to say. You must just say, you know, I'm not racist, but don't say I'm colorblind. You should see colors. Everyone's color is beautiful. There's different yeah. colors. They make the cool. rainbow, you know? Makes I don't see colors. Oh, well, you're an idiot. Well, yes, you do. Yeah. I do see um, colors, and they're all about, vivid. Back and to great. John Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. He is was so uh, 
God, he's just he was he's really good at what he does, and always was really funny. Like remember him in Half Baked yeah. back in like I don't know two thousand two thousand. He was so funny. He had that real quick scene where he's going red team go red team. You know you ever look at a five dollar bill? He's a funny weed? dude. Like so good, and he was even good in Big Daddy, even though he had a small role. But, yeah, it was touching in there. Like, I'm sorry it happened before. Like, the courtroom scene when she finds out yeah. with the kid. He's like, I'm sorry. You know, it, it just it was a very, yeah, it, it was quick. We're, it was, it we're was in nice. Toronto. We were in Toronto in the Phillies for the World Series. And, you yeah, know, Canadian, that's that right. Canadian, Canadian beers like moonshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great scene. He's great. Yeah, he's and, good. Uh, it was really cool because he even hosted the Oscars, and it was like the first oh. host that wasn't like crushed afterwards. <laughs> he, he did a great joke at that at that Oscars. I remember, I think I used it a couple weeks ago. He said, uh, "You know, people." I guess it was Obama was talking about running for president. He said, "You know, people say Obama is a bad choice because it runs with Osama, which is sad because I think the 1946 presidential candidate had some great ideas by the name of Gadolf Titler, you know, <laughs> and." Uh, I always I always stuck with me. I always thought it was very he's very funny. Gadolf Titler. I wonder what he's gonna do next too, because like yeah, Gadolf Titler. We thought we were he was gonna be on forever, but I mean he's got options. He's you know so much money he can do whatever he wants. I wonder if he's gonna like yeah. take time off or if you're gonna see like the next thing. Because I would imagine guys like him can't stay out of the public eye from doing that for very long. Exactly. Unless he's just burnt out and he needs a couple of years. But I, I want like be interested to see. It, exactly. He's just like you and I. He can't stop doing. He he'll do something new. It's just he's done this for so long. He's basically it's almost like Letterman, but he's getting out early to do something new. Sometimes like that's the best thing. Like Seinfeld, you know. Yeah. I mean, Se- if Seinfeld on stayed top. on, what's that? Leave while you're on top. Yeah, uh, he's welcome on the podcast as a co-host. Uh, sure. He's. I'm sure that this will. You know. We're gonna get make sure he gets this, John Stewart. You're you're a, a voice of the people, and we'd be honored to have you. Um, but I, if say Seinfeld was didn't quit, how many more years do you think he would have on the on on air before he started to peak? Like another seven years before? I mean, he would he could still be on forever, but yeah, before well, he stopped being as relevant as he as he was when he because he was on his all time high when he left. Right, season nine had the highest ratings ever, and I think the last three seasons of Seinfeld were its absolute best. It was every character was so well developed and so funny, uh, and the writing was, was just amazing. They like figured out a blueprint to to write this shit forever because they he basically did Larry David when he went over to HBO and started Curb Your Enthusiasm. It was like yes. Seinfeld on HBO. It was the same you know framework of a of a television comedy but they could do more and it was like slightly improv exactly and, uh, and he would take it from every day i mean you could just say oh that's yeah. a painting on the wall what's the deal with painting yeah. but you could spin it where it was uh you know it was just endless which was a great seinfeld, format seinfeld said that him and larry david they would wait in line like a like a you know little grocery store or like a you know gas station little mini mart and Larry David and him would just have a competition on making fun of the things that were in front of them in the store while waiting in line, <laughs> like a pack of gum. Right. Like, uh, look at that Everything's gum. topical. Everything's stupid to them, so they can make fun of it. <laughs> you know, what I thought was exactly Genius, and, and, Lloyd. that was the most brilliant part of that show. Is you know, 
uh, standard formats of sitcoms is it's a beginning, a middle, and an end, you know, like right. any story. There's a plot. But watching some of these old sitcoms that had that, I mean, Seinfeld did that to a very, very tiny degree, but every ep- every episode was isolated, except for, yeah. for one or two, you know, yep. where you could watch it and go, oh, I really didn't care about Elaine's story arc here. But there's three more with Kramer and George in this episode, so I'm going to yeah. watch it anyway. Yeah. You know, you could watch an old episode of, um, uh, I don't know. I was going to say Roseanne or something like that, which was a funny show. And right. uh, you you put it on, you could go, ugh, this one's, I don't, I can't, this was a bad one and it's boring. Or you'd but, be like, oh, I don't even know. I don't think I've ever even seen this one. Right. So, Did exactly. you watch all of Roseanne? I have, yeah. Every episode? Every episode. Wow. And I'm not even a big fan. I just, it was on Netflix like two summers ago. And you blasted uh, through it? Yeah, it was like at night I would just fire up Roseanne because I watched it season one throughout. I, and I wanted to see because uh, my buddy Dan and I were talking about this. Dan Einhorn, he's a great dude, uh, about how bad the end of Roseanne got, you know, because yeah. they won the lottery. And, and it was like all a dream. Yeah, and then basically, which is his words, was the, the writer's way of just making up for screwing up that bad the last like two seasons. Just yeah. make it a dream because we yep. can't go back. Right, which is like the worst thing you could do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Seinfeld was it was isolated episodes of just pockets of humor. I mean, it was it's every, great to watch anytime. Every any episode you can put it on, and no matter what scene they're at, I always say, "Oh, this is a great one." Every yeah. single time, like, yeah. No matter where they are in the episode, I catch George walking in with the you know it's Gore-Tex, <laughs> that big winter coat, that right. big thick bubble. And I and I go, oh, this is a great one. Right. And I finish it. It's like the podcastle. I mean, it's just exactly. Yeah, it is great. You know and and I always right love now? what's that? You know who's talking right now? No, give us an update on the uh, debate. Mike Mike Huckabee. Huckabee. I heart Huckabee. Uh, I had. The disaster is we've forgotten why we have a military. I don't understand that. calling out for help, whether it's in Benghazi or at the border, then we ought to be able to answer. We've not done that because we've decimated our military. We're flying B-52s. The most recent one that was put in service was November of 1962. Well, because we have, you know, stealth bombers. Yeah. That go over there and drop drones. I don't understand these guys. They're just talking yeah we have drones now we have national debates about flying robots i think we're covered yeah i mean isn't that true like who cares about b-52s we've like advanced we don't need them anymore we don't unless we have like, so we go much to hardcore tech- war but even in hardcore war we wouldn't need them no another world war would probably just end everything right it's the gop debate everybody I want to take a moment to mention this. This is big news. Dr. Dre. John and I have been a huge fan of Dre, especially The Chronic, for like 20 plus years. But he's donating the royalties from his new album to fund an art center in Compton. But what new album? He's coming out with a new album tomorrow! Out of nowhere! nowhere. I mean, now this this is some, some... This is just crazy that all of this is happening... 
while we're doing the, while we decide to do the podcast. I thought the same thing today. Back in fifth grade, nineteen ninety two or three, when the I still haven't graduated, scene, so it's still it's rock ongoing. Scene was exploding. You know, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and uh, all those bands. Yeah. Name name some more. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Uh, Gin Blossoms. Blind and Melon. Huge. And then on the other side, there was gangsta rap that was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and gaining all this momentum. And I feel like you either listen to grunge or you listen to rap, gangsta rap. And we listened to gangsta rap. And we were like the only two who did. That's why, like, I think we connect with Eminem so much because we were we listened to Ice Cube and we were those guys, Snoop and all those guys when no one else did. I was even like afraid to listen to their albums because of the the language, the things that they would talk about. Right. But I felt like I was learning stuff that the other kids in my school didn't even they didn't know about. Yeah, we learned you know, about the other side of the the tracks. Yes. Like the riots and the and the gangs and and looting and and parties and forties and drugs and just all the things that they would rap about that I didn't even know existed in our little you know bubble of Catholic white America. It was educational. Yeah, exactly. I feel it is. I agree. I remember I, that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And the funny thing is, they used to get. This is amazing. I just I'm, I'm blowing my own mind here. They say that, you know, black rappers from back in the day degrade women, okay? And I never got that. I always, I knew what they were saying, but I didn't really, I don't take them seriously. It's all for show. And I understood it back then. And that's, because I listened to rap at such a young age, I think that's why I get along so well with black chicks. Yeah. They all all love me. You too. Because I know how to speak their language. So yes. in, in actuality, Dr. Dre and Ice Cube did the opposite of what these idiots out there are claiming. Yeah, they didn't perpetuate the stereotypes at all. No. They made you want to, you know, get along with them. Yeah. Because they're, they're having a good time. Dude, black women love me. and It's not like a – not even a like, oh, Matt's so hot. I want to be with him. It's always just like – He's this crazy, funny, yeah. like, like this, like you are crazy, Matt. Like it's always like you are crazy, motherfucker. Yeah, and, you are uh, crazy white boy, John. Yeah, exactly, That's exactly. Yeah, but I, uh, I, you know, uh, they consider me, uh, you know, down. Uh, I, you know, I pick up their their slang and I throw it right back at them. Oh, not me. Thanks to the NWA. I'm just a clown. Yeah, you do. Okay. I have a lot of black friends, and and uh, I mean, as everybody's everybody's you know equal, and there's no I don't look at I don't I do see colors because they're all beautiful is my point I you know, but oh, yeah. but I have a lot of black friends, and I always try to uh, get their opinion on issues like whenever I'm with Jacare, uh, yeah. I think I've mentioned this in the show. I'm always like Jacare because he's like very political too, and he's just like. What's the deal with white people? I'm like, claw. Like, I'll try to like set up other people to say something, and I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Is right. that racist? Jacare's like, yeah, that is a little fucked up, and I'm like, ooh, like I'll try to instigate. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm always adding fuel to those uncomfortable conversations. I'm like, mm, religion, Nothing right? Makes sense. Yeah. What do you think? It's funny. <laughs> it's the best. It is. Um, it is. 
but yeah it's crazy he's coming out with a uh, another album and i was reading you know earlier this <sighs> week he's coming out with one and i thought is this like the detox album that you know they they, they was talking about for like five years <laughs> right you know you thought it was that and it, it turns out he visited the set of straight out of compton right and that inspired him so he like put some tracks together and he's releasing it i just think it's so cool he's donating all the the, the proceeds to charity and well uh, yeah because Dr. Dre doesn't need to make a rap album. He has like so many people under him making rap albums. Actually, he has people under him that have people under them making rap albums. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's, Kendrick it's, Lamar and, and uh, Eminem are arguably – Eminem is the greatest of all time. But Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is a, is a protege of Dre as well, and he's on top yeah. of his game. I mean, he's the number one rapper in the world right now. Yeah, he's the number one guy. He's kind of giving credibility to hip hop again because it was like in yeah. the toilet. But that's it was just waiting for Eminem to come out. You're like, all right, I guess I'll wait another five years. Right, he's for like something good to come the, out. He's filling the hole um, while we wait for the next Slim Shady. But he's doing all this movie stuff, and he, now he's doing a TV series. He's doing yeah. a score. That's amazing. He's doing a score. I mean, he's just he's like a. Uh, and like everything, he's like, like Midas. Everything he touches just turns to gold. I mean, like, the fact that he he brought Eminem and Fifty Cent. Well, Eminem got Fifty Cent, but every, everything he touches is great. And the guy's only made like two albums. I mean, he doesn't have to. It's not like I he's know. like Snoop Dogg, who I love, has made a lot of bad albums. Thousand shitty albums. Yeah, Dre's made two, and they're both bomb. Yeah, they're both like perfect. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? You were going to say, creeping down the back streets, streets on I got my Glock Cox. Shit, don't, I can't remember. But I, I used to listen to that album, The Chronic, in my, the, the, the cassette tape that I actually yeah, still you have. you and I both. I wasn't like allowed to have it yet. You did. And I was like, yes. And I, I know, but then you had Snoop Dogg. You had Doggy Style. Oh, got in trouble for that. Oh. Not by my parents. By the school. By I brought oh. Doggy Style to school. And it's got a cartoon and that was john's defense i was like the, the, the principal wants to see me the sisters you know my mom had to come in to like talk about the album and john goes it's cartoons it's fine <laughs> and that's all i wanted them to understand was it the cartoon of doggy style is a dog house and it's a cartoon dog that looks like a lady with like you know down in the doggy Bloody. style position yeah but it's a cartoon i mean yeah it's you can open up a magazine and see it. It's there. It's not. I'm not bringing it in porn, right? And so, what, what did they say to you? Did you did you not know about that? Did I? Uh... I, I dude, I remember it, but so vaguely. No, yeah, yeah, no. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm hoping like I, I didn't like keep it a secret because I was like, you know, ashamed or something because I was called out no, by the nuns. Did I really say they're cartoons? Who did I say that to? You said that to me in defense. Uh, I, you know, I did tell you. I'll tell you what happened, but I did tell you something about that. And I said, you know, I got in this trouble. And you were like, they're cartoons. Uh, and when you said that, <laughs> it made all the sense in the world. Because I was like, yeah. you know, why can't they just understand it's a cartoon? And it's right. not even dirty. No. There's no, like, phys there's no physical contact. Yeah. And the girl, the girl dog's just looking in the doghouse. The right. male dog's on top of it, like, reaching down for her tail. Right. That's it. That's it, yeah. They got the... That's it. And, uh... Why must I be like that? Why must I chase the cat? 
Right. And I got in trouble for having that. And they didn't even hear the, the album. I, I probably would have gotten in trouble My if God. they heard that. It, they, I had the, I brought Doggy Style, the cassette, in like fifth grade. And uh, I do want to talk about the Chronic in a second, though, because I remember you and I walking to the reservoir would, would bang, bump the uh, Chronic on like headphones. And that was like the coolest thing. It was like a transition from like child to man. That was like my yes. bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like my first holy communion of, of becoming a man. I remember, dude, listening to that in my room at a volume where I could, like, barely hear it. Right. You had to. I'd, I'd start, like, far away from the boombox, and then, like, I'd slowly be, at, by the end of the night, laying down next to it with my ear up against the boombox. Like, what the hell are they saying? All yeah. these curse words. It's awesome. And they, they throw the N-word around like it's, you know. Like it's, it's water. A, camaraderie, you know, like it's a, it's a yeah. like it's water. It's a term of endearment, and I was like, "That's such. That's so interesting that they're kind of like using it as a positive." And uh, I was so into it, and uh, I'm telling you, man, that's why uh, it, it's a good thing. You should expose yourself to all the things that aren't like you. Exactly. Yeah. Get experience and, and be, become cultured. You know, learn something. It's yeah. Uh, yeah for that mindset. I mean, that was a new thing at the time. Like gangster rap was brand new to the scene. Like NWA seeded it. But it never reached right. the the level of fame like the Chronic did. I mean, that album was right. like every video was on MTV like twenty four hours a day. Oh yeah, you know, and, and it was. And then from Dre became Snoop, and Snoop was bigger than Dre. He was Gin and Juice was I, I swear for an entire summer the number one video on MTV every single night. Uh, it, it was crazy and. The funny thing is that all these kids are listening to it on MTV and on the radio. And you and I are listening to the actual albums where all the curse words and all the yes, we had the real thing is and it's great. It's so funny. It's so funny, and for that being so new at the time, and to be like such a young kid, we were like eleven, twelve, uh, to be exposed to this, but also at like a young impressionable age where like you're learning new things. Like now, if you, if you were you just heard that, it'd be no, it'd be no big deal. Right, like it'd still be awesome the music, but it would would it be a shocking? But it was such a new thing. Right. It was just a cool like. I know. I'm. Time. I'm. I'm like. I feel lucky and proud because I'll get in. I, my old boss at my old work. She's black chick. She's like from. Uh, she's actually from uh, Roosevelt, Long Island, where Howard Stern grew up. Bad, bad, bad neighborhood. Yeah. And we would get in arguments about rap, and she one day she and I and she was like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You think Eminem's the best." I was like, I think Eminem's the best because he is the best. He is. I was like, I've been listening to rap probably as long as you have. Right. She, she's my age. So uh, I, I always felt credible arguing, you know. Yeah. In other, in other cases, I Because you know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I was there, and I was at a young age, so I was, like, absorbing all of it. My brain wasn't all beat up from alcohol and weed yet. Yeah, you're a seasoned <laughs> vet. Right. Yeah, man. And I would lit. I would sit in the back of my parents' van, their huge hot dog Toyota minivan, whatever the hell it was. Uh, I would sit all the way in the back row, and with my Walkman and the cassette of the Chronic, and just listen to that shit. I'd like listen to 20 seconds, rewind it, listen to it again. Yeah. It, listen to it again. I wanted to know every single word because I didn't know what they were saying. Right, like same here. And, and you wouldn't learn them for like years later because you didn't understand what the word meant. You're like, oh, that's what that means. Oh, that's yes. weed. Oh, I thought he was talking about like a bug. 
I had no and, idea. And you, <laughs> no yeah, idea. Yeah, I remember driving to uh, just like yourself, probably like family events, and I'd have the headphones on, and it was like the khakis with like the dress shirt. But then I'm listening to the most like profound, insane, like violent yeah. lyrics, and then I get out, I'm like, "Oh, hi, Aunt Helen." <laughs> Oh my god, it was so hard for me. But yeah, I got uh, I know. Uh I got in trouble at Catholic school cuz I I brought in Doggy Style, the cassette, and they found it. And That's I wasn't amazing. It's not that I'm not allowed to have that in my backpack. You know, it's not a weapon, it's whatever, but they found it and it was offensive. So my mom got called but in. It, it, wait, wait a minute. That see, okay. That right there is oh, – it's offensive. It's offensive to the person who roots through your bag and looks at it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. but like, That's it. How did they find it? I can't remember. Were you like I, showing it to someone? I, I probably had it out. Like I don't think they just went into my bag. I probably had it out or something. Who caught you? I think it was it was Bomber. Bitch. It, well, when, when was 1993? The album was new. Like I just got it. Like I don't know how I got it either. I wasn't allowed to – Someone must have bought it for me, but anyway, they found it and they they brought in the principal, Sister Marie. Sister Marie, and my mom had to come after school to talk about it. And they opened up the the insert, and there was like these dirty cartoons Uh-oh. inside with like oh, yeah. offensive things, but they're not in the cover. And I didn't Drink open up the the smoking. insert. Do you remember cassettes and CDs? You could open up like. Some of them had like the the, the folded uh, yeah yeah it was like a book you pull it yeah, apart and 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 Snoop and Dre and even Eminem they're so creative they would draw like little yeah. cartoons around the lyrics there was like almost like a little story through the whole it's book. artistic yes yeah. it's yeah little cartoons so I, they they brought that in and they were reading the lyrics or the cartoon uh, in front of me and my mother. Sister Maureen and Miss Bomber? Yeah, I think it was Bomber. What? It was definitely Maureen. What and they were reading these and asking maniacs. how offensive it was. And my mom could not have cared less. She thought it was the biggest waste of time that they brought her in there to oh, read these out loud. Debbie. And I even told pissed. them, I didn't even really look at these. Uh, you're making me read these now. You're the one actually getting me involved because now I want to read the rest of them. And <laughs> they gave me the tape back. They didn't even take. It was just. It was such a waste of time. Uh, uh, like your mom, like didn't care. She was like, "Yeah, okay." Like, she she really didn't care. She cared that I, if I got in trouble and did something like hit a kid or stole right. something or something. If some, if I did a crime or something that was against, you know, like what how I was raised, hurt fine. someone. But I had a CD. I I wasn't going around, you know, punching people. But right. uh, I just I'm had the. I just there. I was in possession of the cassette and that was like a problem because it offended them so whatever but the things we used to get in trouble for in that school in that span of two years was just so bizarre to me it it really was looking back john it was so bizarre i remember i got suspended one time because i drew uh funny pictures and i drew like a big fat person naked (laughs) uh and it wasn't even like i was a good drawer it was a stick figure with a large belly (laughs) And that was like, he's suspended. And I went home, and my parents were, like, separated at the time. And I called my dad, like, upset. And my mom is like, you just call your father. And he's like, okay, well, you learn from it. I mean, just don't draw 
pictures of fat right. guys and get in trouble. You're not in trouble. And I'm like, I'm not? He's like, no. You, it's a drawing, right? Did you hurt anybody? I'm like, no. No, you're fine. And I thought, looking back, what you just said, yeah, we, we didn't do anything wrong. Like, I know. Maybe in the eyes of the law of St. Jude Elementary School it was, but I, I don't even think today kids there would get in trouble for that. I mean, there's so many bad things happening. Like, it was just so weird. We would we would be in line after recess. And, the bell. You, know, you have to line up, and then everyone walks in, and you start school up again. And you and I were talking, and right after we got caught for talking, they announced, oh, we're going to have extended recess for the end of the, till the end of the day. <laughs> the weather, the, it was like 80 degrees out and beautiful. Yeah. Teachers just wanted to mail it in. And, and, uh, folk, <laughs> I remember uh, this. I think it was like Fogel or like Maureen, like grabs both of our arms. And she's like, you two were talking in line. And now you don't get extended recess right. i was like you are caught you are creating a monster yeah off to the science lab yeah. where they're gonna dissect your brain to see why you're so why you two were turning to hitler <laughs> for talking oh my gosh it could have gone one way or the other thankfully we just decided to yeah not become you know you mur- are murderous leaders you know yeah thank god we used our our like Eminem, we turn that that pain into a good thing and create art, right. or nothing like it. No man, you know, you know, could have went either way. Honestly, though, looking back, and I'm, I'm grateful for having a Catholic school education for. I, th- I think there's absolutely a lot of good things with it. But during that period of our lives, there were some really weird punishments. I mean, nobody ever hit me or anything like that. I, you know, that they go to jail for that. Even then, oh, I got, I didn't get hit, but I got grabbed by the hair and thrown into the corner by Sister Linda G. What? Yeah, Jeff by the hair picked me up by the hair and I oh. had a buzz cut back then, so maybe it was grown in a little. But she, you know, barely what? could get a hand fistful and picked me up and threw me—not like threw oh me, but like gosh. lifted me and dropped me. What did your and, dad say? Oh, my dad said he went in there and he was like, as soon as I was walking up to her, I couldn't tell how tall she was because yeah. you know, Linda Jean was a little bit of a bean pole. Right. And he's like, once I got close to her, I knew I was taller than her, so I decided to stare down at her, like purposely, like tilt his head and his eyes so it appeared as if he was like looking down at her. And he just said, if you touch my kid again, this is this will go to court. Yeah. And yeah. She like, profusely apologized and blah, blah, blah. Up. And I always want to say, I probably deserved it. You know what? Fuck that. I never deserved it. No kid does. No. You don't deserve to be. If, you, if you're you're that much of a problem in class, you send him to the office or write him a detention or demerit or whatever. Yeah. You never pull a kid's hair. We should have went to Montessori school. <laughs> to where? Do you know what Montessori school is? Sounds medieval. Oh, no. Look it up. Look Montessori? Up. Yeah. It's, it's like too hard to explain uh, right. in, in this. But it's a school for – so say – Okay, in fourth grade, I just started flunking math like nonstop. Fifth grade, sixth grade, it never stopped all the way up through college. And in Montessori school, they would have just like stopped teaching me math because by fourth grade, you know enough, and you're not gonna be working yeah. with numbers, you know, in your in your profession, other than addition, subtraction, you know. And even then, we have a calculator now, so you're fine. Exactly, Montessori school like it gears yeah. your your classes towards your. Uh, towards what you're good at oh so like, yeah 
you and I would have been I'm on board like for that. More, more art classes. Yeah, we would have been like uh, gay flutists painting in the Renaissance right now. I yes, mean. or sculpting. You know, more than just you know a glue stick and construction paper. <laughs> Your pumpkin sucks. <laughs> Your jack o' lantern pumpkin. Pumpkin. The debate. The debate is over. Oh. Who won? Who, won? Who's got the intercontinental title? <laughs> Who has the belt? I don't know. You know, uh, the next debate should be the like a tag team match, but it's the the vice president, the running the running mate, the candidate uh, fighting. That's what you need. They should just all fight. Now, who's? Oh yeah, Democrats. Physically. There's a whole bunch. Hillary and Biden. Yeah. Like there's the a two. lot. Oh well, I'll be curious to know when that one is. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Uh, always love to hear your feedback, your questions, your comments, concerns. And if you want to write us a check, these bagels do not pay for themselves. No, they do not. No. Uh, here's a What's that from? I just made it up. I just no like look. bagels. I'm an advocate. No luck. I'm, uh, I'm marrying a Jewish woman. Uh, and she oh. uh, loves her... Uh, Bagels. Oh, the uh, she's asleep right now. Uh, the here's the thing. Uh, the uh, bagels that uh, the Jewish woman made uh, were more than uh, stellar for uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, the president uh, uh, not gonna be fooled. Here's the thing. You know, uh, in the CWO, we had. Uh, we had Monsignor McCoy had an appearance uh, real quick, and I or no 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 that was on an audio thing we did. We did audio CWO skits as well, yeah. kind of like Adam Sandler's thing, yeah. with the characters you know interacting. Aye. And one was Doug the barber cutting Monsignor McCoy's hair. What? And I did the voice. The visuals. Of, yeah, I did the voice of McCoy, and it was always uh, Doug. Uh, I'll take a trim uh, on the side, uh, and then Agni be like, oh, "Yeah, Doug, you need a you need a trim." <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Where is this on? Is this a uh, medium on the? It's on. It's it's on a CD, but I'm sure Agnew has it on some. You know, we gotta MP3 get that CD. He refused to give it up, so we pay money to have like a team go in at night and like confiscate it. Yeah, write it. Copy what are you doing? Are you taking my wallet? No. Um, just a CD you burned back in 1997. Can we have it? No. Okay. You know what's amazing? Again. Also on that album is uh, it's like Mr. Smith in his garage where he used to like chill and like smoke cigs all day and drink like Budweiser. Yeah. And it was and it was him interacting with his four kids, uh, huh. but it was. But also his inner monologue, like what he was thinking while he was talking to his kids. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was a classic one. And it's crazy. Doug and Mr. Smith both passed away. Rest in peace. That's amazing. Yeah, rest in peace. Absolutely. Great people. Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, Doug cut my hair my whole life, and Mr. Smith coached me my whole life. <laughs> yeah, that's Godspeed for reals on the reels so back to this debate here did you I'm really interested to watch the after show and i'm really interested to see what news's yeah. ratings are tonight yeah we're gonna be doing some homework i think we should have a little recap session on sunday's podcast episode and really yeah. talk about it because there's a lot 
I, I mean, I didn't even watch it. I just read it and listened to the clips. I love to really like digest it. After I digest these bagels, how we doing Staten Island? <laughs> yeah, so that's what we got to do. Staten Island. I love it. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let's. Check. If I'm on the show Sunday, Montgomery might be coming on. I don't know. He's kind of getting a little territorial around here. It's like the Bloods and the Jets. Or the like Sharks and the Jets. Bloods and the Jets. That's what we should do. We should. That should be a sketch you and I do. We should do a radio sketch like they did in the 50s of you know West Side Story, the Sharks and the Jets. But the, the modern-day Crips or the Bloods go back, and it's just like a singing Puerto Rican guy that's like, have you ever seen Bobby? And the, the, the Bloods just like pull out an Uzi, and they're like, motherfucker, this is how I sing. And that's it. It's like a, I'm writing it. You and I should do some plays. Did you no, side projects? No, no, on the air, podcasts, or like oh, ten like minute ten radio air. shows. Yeah, radio show, shows. Be like uh, a story. Yeah, like an a interesting linear story. Like, and now let's visit back to the to old gangster west. Right. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like. <laughs> and, and and during the. Uh, <laughs> During the radio play, we'll put in comments that aren't applicable to the story. It just kind of weirds people out. Like, and after he walked by to pick up the salad, he noticed he was wearing black underwear. Whoa, that's okay. Did you just say? All right, moving on. Just to freak people out. Somebody just posted something on our wall about Caitlyn Jenner, and damn it, call, I call lost me Kate. it. But uh, let's see what's trending in the, the Twitterverse here. It's Twitter, Twitter. You never really know what they're going to say next. It's Twitter, Twitter. John and Matt are high on meth. <laughs> We're only... Dude, I tried to trick the audience tonight, and I said, five more Twitter followers, and we're at 500. You know, whoever gets us to 500 wins free podcastle swag which a mercedes and we were really <laughs> a new car we were, we, were new at, we were at 478 when i said that so i kind of lied a little making people think Ooh, yeah only five i'll get it i'll be the uh, one now we're at 480 that's pretty good <laughs> a new car. <laughs> i'm gonna take that a clip i'm not joking <laughs> say it one more time a new car that's all i needed I'm going to isolate that clip and put it together for a jingle on Sunday, like a looping auto-tune, yeah. like, I do, I do, I do, I do, a new car, a new car. I do, 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 do. I that. Tune in Sunday. That's wonderful. Yeah, follow us on uh, the podcastle, at the underscore podcastle on Twitter. Uh, always love to hear from you, from you all. What's going on on, tw- on the Twitterverse, John? Any, uh, anything well, sexual? I, was, I, I saw something. Oh, you know what I thought of? You know the, um, the backdrop, the cover page on the podcastle on Twitter? It's the Jaws that says the podcastle. Yes. Is there any way yes. to like get like a cartoon boat on there with like cartoon bodies, like four or three like little men bodies, and like me, you, and Biscardi's head on it? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like us. Just a sailboat, like, like a little sailboat, like a tugboat. Like, we're, like, too far away from the girl. Like, oops. <laughs> Do you want the girl edited out? No, keep the girl in. Like, we, like, left the girl. 
Oh, sure. We're bailing on the girl. All right, let me write this down. Yeah, we should do a, a, a brand marketing session this weekend and, and update some of our materials, come up with some new shirts. Apparently, we have to. We're giving away all these giveaways for the 24-hour podcastle podcast coming right. up in a few months with the Ocean Conservancy. So we should. Yeah, we, we um, really should. I sent out, I sent out the proposed schedule uh, for the 24-hour podcast to them on Monday, and I am just waiting to hear back. Now, there's several people attached to this on their end. So I'm guessing this is going to take longer than a week to hear back from them. Sure. At least yeah. to, to get anything back from them. They may yeah. just say, hey, we're still running it through our legal department, blah, blah, blah. That's good, too. You know, it shows that they're proactive and they're doing th- stuff. Like, it, it would be a red bell. Uh, red bell. It would be a uh, a, an alarm <laughs> if... Bell. Yeah. What is it? A red bell? Red flag. Red flag. If... Uh, I told you. Meth. A red flag. I'm kidding. Red flag if uh, you send a proposal and, and not even 30 seconds later, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> Give us money. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't you want to read it? Here's our proposal. We're in. What? You know, that's I interesting. Six hours on this thing. Yeah. There was uh, there's this I, – I, I do a lot of like wildlife – I'm involved with a lot of like wildlife organizations. I support them, I should say. Uh online and you know there's a billion of them so like they follow me because i they saw I, I was followed by this place so i followed back so i have this big like wildlife presence because i'm a shark and uh <laughs> a shark uh that'd be funny we should do a sketch like shark out of water and i'm just like flopping and they're like he's having a stroke i'm like just put me in the tub just put me in the fucking tub Is no 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 he's the inner monologue of like a flopping around dying shark done writing it down john you and, you and i've worked to do i don't know who's i don't know if you're moving to california or i'm moving to florida but there's there's a partnership it's going on but uh there was a group what was that of course yeah there was a group on there called our horn is not medicine it was a a rhino uh wildlife conserve conservation group um that does a lot of proactive work and uh really really cool group you know but i don't know much about them and i commented on something uh what they're doing uh, they're oh they're they're doing an appeal to to raise money to pay for rangers there's rangers that actually patrol uh, parts of africa with a gun to actually uh, shoot poachers because they're there's like four left of some of these species like they're going extinct left and right it's very you sad. know what you know what else we should do with these rangers we should put them everywhere in this country yeah just have them patrolling okay just put them out there Keep cops them safe. god more of them undercover guys all right go on. yeah i would sign up for that gig sorry no i'm with you but anyway yeah so they they said i said oh this is great work you know i'll, I'll make a donation They're like oh thank you matthew where are you from i said los angeles and they said um oh, okay uh here's the link if you could donate to our bat something project it's you know supplying the rangers and the helicopter fuel and all this stuff and uh i went to the website and it was like a international link kind of thing and then i saw make a check to this person in like colorado and i just thought that's a red flag for that so i did some research and i found out it actually is legit but it's just like a person that started this and it's just grown so much so i yeah so what what they were saying was they're eventually going to get there and you know you there is still a link to donate online but i guess but it's just amazing at how quickly this grew up from one person's uh desire to help something and they're they're supported by all these other legit 
well, they're legit, but other bigger organizations. So I'm like, oh, and it's definitely legit. But it's just amazing to see how quickly that that uh, that blew up to something, you know, just by one person doing it. So I guess the moral of the story is, it's amazing, you know, how much one person can do by just you know, being proactive. I, uh, I I agree, and that's awesome. Uh, I like Keep the name too. Or horn is not medicine. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it is but, cool. Um, I saw someone post the other day. So, okay. This whole Cecil the Lion thing, it it makes me so confused when people are upset that a lion got killed and then other people are upset that they're doing – that they're upset about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like – It's – the guy yeah, – I'm with you. The you guy that saying? killed him was from Minnesota. He should have shot Cecil Fielder. I mean that guy like beat his wife. Yeah. The baseball player. Good God, help me out here, motherfuckers. Way worse. No, I'm with you, man. Um, Yeah. Okay, so you see people posting. It's stupid. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad for Cecil. Yeah. And then someone under it posts, there's still kids dying in Africa and starving. And I want to respond, yeah, we know that, but this just happened. Yeah. Like, this is new now, okay? This is important. The kids are dying. And then it's like I saw even weirder. I saw someone post a, vi- a Bible verse, and it was like, you know, anything that's moving is food, or anything that's alive is food. Oh, stop. Take your staff and, and run and hunt, or something like that. They're not like, killing you know, it for food. They killed who, it illegally for sport. Who is eating the lion? Nobody. How's and the, the Bible isn't makes? telling you to exterminate species off the planet i can promise you that you're talking to a, a devout catholic here if, i'll challenge any of you yeah, bible like, readers doing that to any kind of biblical discussion bring it on it was like thomas maybe i was like that seems like it's bent like yeah i got another changed. bible quote for you let he who is without sin cast the first stone Ooh. uh judge and judge others and be judged uh Let's talk about. I mean, we can just go on. I mean, it's just so people take any kind of beautiful verse and turn it into their own thing. I actually had a conversation with with Claus on Saturday night about exactly what you just said about people saying, "Well, there's still people dying and this and that." And my yeah. response to that is, "Yes, there are," and it doesn't mean because somebody cares about the activism of a lion getting killed and protecting a species that they care any less about those people. There are six billion people in the world. We have enough people to, to handle, to care about all the issues if we want. There's a, you look up a, a cancer organizations. There's about 5,000 of them. Does that oh, mean yeah. that one doesn't care about the other? I mean, shut up, you know? Yes. There's enough people it's to bizarre. care. I'm like, how do you get upset at people for getting upset? Like yeah. they're allowed to be affected emotionally by anything, right? And let me tell you something. Let me a tell you lion, something, America. A lion is the king of the jungle, and let them be the king of the jungle. Don't cheat with your semi-automatic and your bow and arrow. And yeah. Go kill it. Let right. it be. It's such a cool animal. There's a whole bunch of deer that are endangered of running into cars. They're so, overpopulated. Eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Eat them. Not against Fine. hunting. Don't. Yeah, it's just uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, you like, just hit the nail on the head. You know, they say it's uh, true. Uh, we're not. You're you're screwing up the ecosystem. It's like yeah, but you know, humans are the ecosystem too. Like right. we're involved too. But there's a difference between like necessity and like greed. Yeah. 
that we yeah. ha- unfortunately have to wrestle with every day. Well, they, they, they need it for food. So you paid $50,000 for a plate of meat. You didn't even eat the lion. Use that fifty grand and, and buy food and donate to a shelter, you know? I wonder. Yeah. I, I mean, know, really. Dude, 50 grand to kill a lion. Like, yeah. you should be hung at high noon. You know what they need to do? Some rich guy needs to pay 50 grand to, to, to start a campaign against uh, him and shut his yeah. business down and, you know, do that money for good. I mean, did you see the video I posted? The animator of The Lion King did a tribute to Cecil. Yeah, I saw it, but I didn't watch it. It's I, touching. I, yeah, it's, he does I an illustration, it. and, and it's it's touching. But uh, one thing I just want to add to on that is, you know, I got into a discussion with Claus about the uh, people, you know, saying there's people dying too, and Claus said, uh, you know, everyone's got their opinion and their points, but he said, I don't know how you could care about a lion getting killed when uh, you eat a cheeseburger. And I just thought, I don't, I'm not killing the lion for food, and I'm not against eating meat i'm not against eating cows yeah cows aren't in danger of uh disappearing they can't live on their own like they barely could cow right no yeah you'd have to raise them just like we do pigs we don't raise a lion and eat them right i didn't understand the correlation no and i respect people that don't eat meat too it's just i don't there's not like have a have a good point with a lot of wish I wish I could not eat meat because I think I would be uh, in really good shape and I'd be very healthy. Uh, Not that I'm unhealthy because I eat meat, but I just think it would be really cool to only eat like plants and berries and, you know, nuts. In the nude. (laughs) Hey, get out of my garden. There's a bearded man with a a satchel covering his 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 nuts and berries. Delicious. Right. For some reason, you're feral. I don't know why, but like, yeah. you're, you're, I'm like you're I black hair on my body instead. Right, you're scratching at like the ground because you don't know where you are. I'm bent over like a caveman, kinda. <laughs> but that would be nice. Uh, I wish I, I, I could uh, live like the the Indian, the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah. And what was cool about the Native Americans too is when they killed an animal, they used every part of the animal for something. Right. You know. They were even using its bones as like toothpicks, and they would ask for forgiveness for killing. Right, because they allowed them to, you know, live among them. Right. Where did? How did we get so far away? (laughs) Why? So far away. Instead of like for survival, it's for fun. (laughs) It's just crazy. Thankfully, though. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that do that, but thankfully, I think if there's any good that's going to come out of that situation is people are going to think twice about it's okay to kill a lion in a, in a safari. Uh, and yeah. you're going to put more awareness to it, and uh, you know they just need to do more things over there. And thankfully, more people are starting to take notice, and the government's actually, you know, Obama was just in Kenya, and they're pledging more support, and so it is a it is a global uh, situation. I, thankfully, I think the tides are starting to turn. Unfortunately, it's it's been a long time coming, but yeah, it's good. Breaking news. Not to radically change the no, subject, please, we welcome mean, it. Final in closing uh, for this whole animal thing. Listen, you idiots out there, just leave them alone. Leave them alone. Have you ever watched Planet Earth on the Nature Channel? It's probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. I and love it's it. Nothing but animals. There's no people. 
I love so, it. So if you want that to continue and you want that series to keep going, like I know you do, like I do, just stop killing them. Yeah. If you're not going to eat them and use them to live. All right. Well so, said. So what's up? When it, comes, when it comes to women, you've called them fat pigs, dogs, and slobs. Only Rosie O'Donnell, Trump resp- responded. Rosie responded. <laughs> she, like, copied and pasted that back and forth. And huh. Under it, she wrote, try explaining that to your kids. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's yeah. on now. I love Trump Twitter wars. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's... Only Rosie O'Donnell. See, I'm telling you, dude, He's. it's just like he's on Stern. He doesn't care. He has nothing to lose. He doesn't care. It's just pure entertainment. It's It's funny that he's made it this far. Uh, this is gonna keep me up for days. I'm just gonna have to be like watching clips and. I know. Oh, it's so entertaining. My uh, I didn't play this, but my coworker sent me this thing called GOP Bingo, where uh, basically you know how to play bingo. But every time there's, you know, they say a certain phrase or you have this, all the cards are different. Oh. You put something in, and uh, I wanted to do it, but it just. It wasn't in the cards. We had to get to our journalism, our real journalism too, where you can forget CNN and Fox News and HuffPost and all that stuff. The real bread and bread and butter butter of the breaking issues and field journal <laughs> field journalism reporting is here by uh, myself and Jonathan Hassinger and of course Michael Biscardi. We always deliver the same groundbreaking news and yes. uh, up to date material. So, um, in fact, I encourage you to just tune in or listen to a different episode once a day of the podcast so, and you'll learn everything you need to know from who's running for president to how to ride a bike to <laughs> where to donate I mean everything how to you know I think um, I think our listeners trust us more than all these other reporters because we I'm don't honest. claim to know everything no it's just what we're hearing and what we're guessing you know we don't ever claim fact we just claim kind of like I don't know maybe allegedly and people feel safer with that because you can't false report like they do out there. Right. We're not We're uh, legitimate. bright enough to false report. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to open the door. I've been in this office for three weeks. <laughs> Send me a pizza. So let me ask you this. What is that? What is that? the Kamala theme song. What do you want to ask? What do you <laughs> Kamala. Um, yeah. What time is it there? Uh, oh, we can wrap it up. It's 8.30. It's late there. Late! But let me ask you this. When you get home from work... I'm not gay. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. When you get home from work, Go do ahead. you eat right away or do you, or do you wait? Wait. Oh my god, dude, are you starving? I'm eating all day at work, and I usually have a snack at like 4.30. Yeah. So, yeah, I would have to eat right away. But, uh, for some reason, whatever, I've been eating at work at like 1 o'clock, and then like 4.30. But, no. I usually eat about, uh, usually now. Huh? <laughs> I'm chewing my arm off right now. What about you? When you get home, are you like, get out of my way? Do you have to like regulate yourself, like take a shit, get some food, have a cig, have a beer? Remember, I I work from home. Oh, right. Every man's dream. When I'm done work, you know, or like whenever Heather gets home, depending on what's going on, 
I go to the gym that's like in my building and just kind of, you know, throw I'm around. I don't really do much. Stuff and, looks good. And then I come back and then I have to eat Wait. right away. Yeah. You got to build that protein back up. Do you do like small meals? Do you do like six pastas a day? No. <laughs> no, but I eat a lot of like uh, veggies and like fruit like all throughout yeah. the day like I just crush cantaloupes and blueberries and strawberries and bananas and bananas. cucumbers oh, and peppers and nuts and sounds like a whole foods delight I try man yeah man you're healthy the, you're a healthy dude egg in the morning that's all my brother yeah he's a healthy dude too if I, if I didn't have him preaching in my ear I would just you know I'd be fucking huge by now is he like the angel on the shoulder when you're like, ah, chocolate cake at 2 a.m. And, and he like pops up and goes, ah, 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 yeah. you didn't say the magic word. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, please. No. I have, I have that too. I have that guy that pops up on your shoulder. Unfortunately, it's a pervert next door that, that broke in um, when I was in the shower. So there's some charges pending and penis investigation. Penis. Yeah. Yes, is. Why'd you say that? What? 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 what do you say? Tasmania. Tasmania. All right. Well. All right. Some, we're gonna wrap it up. Go get some food. That was a great debate coverage, and then we spiraled into some chronic Dr. Dre news, and who knows what else? I'll find out when you post it because I never remember. It'll be posted this evening. Always uh, <clears throat> to our listeners out there, please check us out all the time, every day, all day on thepodcastle.podbean.com. We uh, constantly update the episodes, and uh, you can listen to every single one of them there. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, you know the link, and the we link. will see you on Sunday. John, that was beautiful. See ya. Bye. Bye.